Who's that lurking? Who's that jerking? Who's that peeping through the window? Woo! I said, who's that lurking? Said, who's that jerking? Said, who's that peeping through the window? <laughs> it's the comedy podcast, the comedy podcast, the comedy boom. It might not be the moment you were waiting for, but it is, in fact, a moment. This is the comedy podcast. I'm your host, James Hammond. Just hanging out with you, with you here today on this windy night. It's freaking blustery. It's a word you don't get to use too often. It's uh, it's great to, it's great to expand your vocabulary when you get the chance to. But uh, yeah, this is awesome. The point of this whole podcast is, uh, yes, I am a stand-up comedian, and I don't get a lot of opportunity to get on stage, partially with being a new dad, partially with this whole pandemic going on. So what I've decided to do is go through all these old joke pads I have. I got hundreds of them. And I read through them, see if there's any jokes there that might have a possibility to, to make the stage someday, you know? I got, do have a couple shows coming up this week, so that's going to be good. Getting on stage for the first time in a bit, it's going to be awesome. I'm very excited. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get this thing going, you know? And uh, it's all just to have a laugh. So I might say some offensive shit, but just have a chuckle. It's not serious. We're all trying to have fun. I think making people laugh is the best way to deal with serious stuff in this world. So let's just have a laugh. And, of course... The show is brought to you by copious amounts of marijuana because it's a, it's a great way to deal with all the stresses of uh, society. I think this whole COVID thing would have been, been way worse without weed. That's that's for sure. So anyway, without further ado, let's get a little bit of chronicles into us. Today I'm, I'm uh, indulging in a little bit of hash plant. Organic hash plant. Beauty. I love this stuff. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Check out Get Lifted Delivery Weed Service online. They're great. Yep. Good stuff. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Let's get to the pad today. First joke of the day. We're going to check out. It's the comedy podcast. Okay. Yes. Adrian Peterson. So um, I had an Adrian Peterson jersey. He's a football player or was. Maybe still is. I don't think he's dead or been turned into a robot yet like most of the NFL, but, um, yeah, he was a great football player, and I had his jersey on, and my buddy's like, dude, I can't believe you're wearing an Adrian Peterson jersey, man, I'm like, why, he's like, he just got caught beating his kid, he got caught beating his kid, now, I don't endorse beating your kid, I think beating, or beating my kid, I don't, I would never beat my kid, and I, I probably wouldn't beat your kid, unless they really got in my face, and got all uppity with it, you know, their hats on sideways, like, yo, bro, let's go, maybe I'd do it, but most likely, I don't want to beat other people's kids, I don't think anyone should, but, you know, I don't know Adrian Peterson's kids. And the thing is, I didn't buy his jersey because he was a, an awesome football... I mean, because he was an awesome dad. I got it because he was an awesome football player, right? Like, when I was at the store, I wasn't like, Adrian Peterson, uh, he's going to win Father of the Year. Hell yeah. <laughs> I got to celebrate Father's Day twice this year. Send him a card as well. He, no, I got the jersey because he's freaking sick. He ran for, like, more than 2,000 rushing yards after breaking his kneecap. That's pretty... It's pretty epic, right? You know, who knows? Maybe his kid was being a dick. You don't know. No, his kid probably was. Don't ever beat your kid. Uh, or my kid. Or anyone's kid. Don't don't be kids. Let kids fight each other. So it's part of the fun of being a kid is uh, fighting each other. It's really fun. But uh, and the thing, this is the most hypocritical part. My buddy was who was giving me a hard time for it. Had on freaking Nike sneakers, right? It's like, oh yeah, like Nike hasn't been supporting child abuse for the last thirty years in the third world, right? But you don't care because it's very far away, right? The NFL is pretty close, and it's easy to just talk about Adrian Peterson. But you're sitting there wearing. It's like, fuck, take off those shoes, chuck them in a river, you know, walk back barefoot, and then give me a hard time. About my Adrian Peterson jersey, right? It was purple, too. It's hard to find a good thing, a good purple-colored jersey that looks nice. You know, I like purple, though. Some people give you a hard time, right? There was a, 
a brief period span where if you wore the color purple, you were instantly a, a homosexual. That was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, yeah, then Saints Row, the video game, came out, and there was purple in that, and it changed everything. It was cool again. So, But I've always been a big purple fan. Just kind of my thing. Anyway, let's move on to a different joke. Oh, yeah, Mother Nature is the best prankster. It really is. Honestly, you get tons of funny pranks from Mother Nature. Like, have you ever seen an animal slip on ice? Oh, my God. It's one of the best things you can ever witness. Just like, zip, zap, zoop. You know, just slipping on. Oh, man. I saw a video online once of a deer freaking slipping, falling down, and then it got up and looked around to make sure no one saw it. They did the exact same thing that humans do. You know, when you slip, you fall, and you, you know, you make sure. At least guys do this, right? I don't know, you know. At least most guys I know, you know, you, you fall down, you hurt yourself, and you get up, make sure no one saw you look like an idiot, right? Someone's like, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. And there's like a bone sticking out your st- sticking out of your elbow. Like, are you sure there's a bone sticking out? No, I'm good. I'm good. It was the, like that before I fell. It was just, it's, it's kind of just how I am. I always have bones sticking out of my elbow. I'm fine. Like, guys, we always just have to say we're fine. That's one of the hard parts of being a dude is always being okay, right? You can't be open with your emotions. It's not accepted, you know? I mean, these days it is a bit more. But uh, I'm telling you, it's tough. You know, you can't even admit if you're hurt. Unless you get kicked in the balls. Any ball injury, you're all right to be hurt. Aside from that, it's like you're a pussy. What's wrong with you? Your parents didn't raise you well. Why are you crying like a little bitch, right? Like, it's like you can't can't (laughs) be in tune with your emotions as a dude. Well, you can these days. It's great. It's great to see that changing. Got a lot of guys now just really in tune with their emotions. It's, It's awesome, right? You know? Actually, go back. It was It's annoying now. Fuck. It was enough just having one gender completely in tune with their emotions. We don't need two genders really in tune with their emotions. Like, let guys go back to bottling up and just kind of drinking their sorrows away. That It's a lot easier, you know? Because there's a lot of drama on that. That's why the divorce rate's going up, probably, because now guys started sharing all their traumas. They're like, oh, yeah, I have some issues, too. And it's just like, fuck, here we go. Now it's like two people completely sharing that there's got to be one person who's absorbing the issues you know like oh yeah 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 i'm the sponge for the issues i'm listening i'm taking it in can't have two people just bouncing fucking issues off each other it's just it's too uh too heavy that way unless it's like a perfect blend both the same amount of issues bouncing off each other in a perfect symmetry then it might work out but aside from that uh, so once again i'm starting to sound like dr phil out here now the thing about uh <laughs> relationships is that they are a relation of ships and you need to sail across the rocky waters to better shores. I'm Dr. Phil. It's like, fuck. Headbutt that guy if I had the chance. Line him up. Bill Gates, headbutt. Dr. Phil, headbutt. Fuck, there should be a headbutt day where you can just headbutt anyone you want. If they make more than like a million dollars a year. You can't just go around headbutting homeless people. That'd be fucking just, that's just cruel. You know? Who would do that? You sick bastards. Who ever thought that? Man, I can't believe it. Some people just are really sick in the head. Anyway, I'm gonna get another little. I'm gonna get another little snifter of this hash plant in me. It's really good. Organic. It's organic. You know. It's funny. Like weed is now organic. It used to just be weed. It gets you stoned, but now it's like, is it organic? Yeah, it's organic. Organic. It is. And actually, I taste a difference. It's fucking awesome. It's really good. I love this shit. <laughs> wow. It's like a. You know, it's like my daughter. And then weed, pretty much, I guess. That's what I love in life. And then my girlfriend. She's in there somewhere, too. For sure. Somewhere on that list. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm going to do this. Something there for stage. 
Hope we all figure something out. So the show this week, I'm in Brampton. Gotta figure out the address for that. Sean Walton, I'll have to ask that guy. He's always doing shows in the city, though. I'm doing shows on that guy for a while. I'm not with him, but, you know, on his shows. Since I started, pretty much. 2011, first set. So nine years in. This and rap are the only two things I've ever done for this long period of time, you know? That I'm giving up. I, I, I just can't stop comedy. I love comedy. I make people laugh. It's what I like to And rap, that's fun too. I just rhyme and stuff. And I guess I was read too many Dr. Seuss books growing up, so I had to become a rapper. Like, yo, I got a lighter and hold it in my hand and pretend I'm a prize fighter. Shit, when it comes to rap, you know, I'm just a lifer. Plug it in. You could say it's an all-nighter. Never been a biter unless when I'm eating. Got every week MC out there retreating. You know, I just go on for hours. And uh, it's funny. People used to really enjoy it. They'd be like, wow, James, that was really sick. And then, like, after, like, four years and we freestyling, a lot of people were like, okay, dude, we're trying to we're trying to have a night out. Uh, we're trying to have a good time. You need to stop rhyming. Stop rhyming at us. You know? It used to be like, hey, everyone, give me a rhyme. They're like, cool. And I was like, dude, stop rhyming at us. You're rhyming at, our, at us. They don't like it anymore. You know? Too many rhymes. <laughs> We've had it up to here. There's just too many rhymes. Maybe I just didn't. I, I, I did it too much. I used to just walk down the street coming up with uh, raps in my head. It was fun, you know? I'd just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just gonna walk down the street. And, and I'd look down and be like, pavement, you know, I'm going to say this. There's no escaping. I'm taking everything. Everyone's like, is that kid talking to himself? I'm like, yeah, he is. He is. All right. Let's, people just cross the street when they saw me. I, I put off that kind of vibe, you know, just make people want to cross the street when they... Uh, when they saw me. Is this microphone working? I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, it is. Check, check. Chickity check. Yeah. So, yeah, if you ever want, like, a group of people to just, like, avoid you, just start talking to yourself. It works pretty good. I pulled it off a couple times, actually. I was in a steam room in British Columbia one time. I, I, went, I flew there just for the steam room. No, I was living there in uh, West Vancouver, and I went to this place, Delbrook. Delbrook Community Center. It was great. And... I'm in there, and there was always a lot of talkity, uh, talkity people. Even though there's a sign on the wall that says, please be quiet, respect each other. If you are going to talk, do it quietly. Uh, you know, And people just have full-blown like full conversations. Like, I'm part of these people's lives now. I feel like I'm going to get invited to the family reunion. I know so much about them, you know? So I'm in there once, and there was, like, one group talking, and then, like, another group talking, and then and everyone just started talking. So I finally just started talking to myself. I'm like, so how was your day at work? Not bad, James. Pretty good. How about yours? Oh, it was great. So tiring. Oh, my God. I know. The steam room's great, though, isn't it? I love steam rooms. And everyone kind of just got really quiet. And they're like, this guy's crazy. And they're like, I guess they figured there was more of them than me. So they just all went back to talking even louder. And I was like, fuck, what can I do? I can't beat them with their own medicine, you know? Stories from the steam room. It's freaking can't handle that shit. You just lose your mind, you know? I've, I've almost gotten in fist fights in steam rooms. It's funny because you go to relax and you just get pissed off. You know, the whole point, you're like, all right, I'm going to go relax. Whenever in your head you're going to like, I'm going to gonna go like do something specific, you always get a little bothered when it doesn't happen, you know? Like you're going out, yeah, I bought new shoes, got a new hat, a haircut, I'm going to get laid tonight, you know, go out and you don't, you're like, oh, damn it, I can't believe I bought those new shoes. <laughs> right? But, um, yeah, I forget where I was going with that. Yeah, I used to have this thing. Every time I'd buy a new hat, I would uh, I would do fairly well with the ladies downtown. I'd go out and girls would just be like, I had good taste in hats, I guess. You know, I could really spot a hat that uh, females would like. You know? But then if I took it off, they'd see my receding hairline and be like, oh. And if they like Bruce Willis, I was okay. If not, I'm, I'm screwed. If they didn't like the Die Hard movies, I'm out. You know? I am out at home base. 
Super Mario. Casey didn't know. Oh my god, though. I, um... Cops have been pissing me off these days. Like, man. It's shooting so many people. Gotta ease up, cops. If there's any cops listening, I'm sure there's perusing the internet. Like, I'm gonna check out a podcast. I'll just check this comedy podcast. Alright, let's see. You know, some cops like... And I'm like, hey, buddy, stop being a dick. Cops, heads up if you're listening. Stop being dicks. You know, I... I I bet that's going to happen, you know? I bet this podcast is huge with the cops. They love it. <laughs> They're going to hear it and be like, you know, we should stop being fucking dicks. We should just all stop being dicks. It'd be really hard, though, because it's just in their nature. Like, as soon as you put on the badge and the uniform, it's like the Venom suit, you know, like the symbiotic suit Venom. You know, that alien that takes over Eddie Brock and he becomes, you know, Venom. It's like that when you put on a cop suit. You instantly just become... Like, you're just like, you're, you know, you can be the most decent person. You're like, all right, I'm going to be a cop. I'm going to save the day. I'm going to be the best one ever. And you're like, you get your badge on. You put your, your hat. And as soon as the hat's on and everything's tied up, it's just like, okay, um, I, for some reason, I just, I really want to bash minorities. That's all I want to do all day. You know, just all of a sudden, you just assimilate to some kind of sick cop hive mind. You know? Goddamn cops. I'm trying to think of a good acronym for COPS, but I only got to the C. I'm really stoned. Jeez, cunts. I shouldn't say that word so much. I try not to say that word. Really, it's pretty offensive. Because, unless you're in England, then it's fine. If you're in England, you can say the C word all day. It's just like how they greet each other. Hello, cunt. Hey, cunt. How's it going? What's up? Yes, mate. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy to hear about this. This is a Louis Vuitton. Louis. Old Louis Vuitton as um, the clothing company. Made an $11,000... COVID mask. $11,000. Or a hundred. Sorry, not $11,000. COVID mask. That's insane, right? Just in style. Guys, I swear to God, if I was like at those protests where people were getting shot and was going crazy, I'd be... Like, if I was like a sharpshooter on a roof and I was like, I'm going to start taking out people in this crowd, I would go for the person with the Louis Vuitton mask like first. Like, all right, mask on, mask on, no mask. Oof. I don't know. It's a tough crowd. You know, that's the toughest part about being a sharpshooter on top of a roof. About to commit a mass shooting is you don't know who to start with. It's really difficult. I can assume that's one of the hardest parts. But to be the per if I was there, I would probably pick the person with the Louis Vuitton mask because you're like, what the hell are you trying to prove? It's just like, yeah, I know we're all we're all in this pandemic together, but I can afford an eleven hundred dollar mask. And you could have bought you could have bought like hundreds of those N95 ones and gave them out to people, nurses, healthcare workers, people may might need them. It's like, no, nah, I'm gonna get a Louis Vuitton one. And why is that such a good company anyway? Louis Vuitton, Louis. Louie. Do you know people named Louie? It's like they eat sandwiches all, you know, sloppily, right? Like when I think of a Louie, I go, Louie. I think of Louie, Louie. Like a big fat guy singing, you know, like playing a tuba. Oh, yeah, Louie. He plays a tuba in the band, you know? You don't think of like a fancy designer company, Louie, and then Vuitton. I guess the Vuitton part sounds fancy. Vuitton. Vuitton. I'd play, ooh, Vuitton? Yeah, I guess I'll wear some Vuitton. But Louie... Louis, it's like overalls. You know, I think of when I hear the word Louis, I picture a dude with this overalls on and, you know, nothing on underneath. It's just like his muscles showing like, hey, my name's Louis. He's got a lunchbox with him. He's going to go build the Empire State Building, you know, sit on some rafters or some shit, right? But why are we paying that much money? I remember really getting pissed off when um, I saw it was a shirt at Athletes World back in the day. It was at Guelph, Ontario, Stone Road Mall. And there was like one shirt. It was like, 
twenty five bucks. My God, that's not bad. And then like another shirt beside it, exact same. Just I forget the logo on it. it was like Fat Farm or something, but it was like eighty five bucks. I'm like, that's bullshit. I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna steal it. Like global, I swear to God, capitalism is globalist bullshit. Really, just promotes stealing. You look at it, you go, that's not that doesn't make sense. That logo is not make it that worth that much more. I'm just gonna screw the system. And really, if you are going to steal, don't steal from people. Steal from Walmarts and 7-Elevens and big corporations, not from people, okay? That's a little tip from Jimmy to you guys. Stealing, is it's, it's not good to do with the people because, you know, you can find out. Fuck you up. No, I'm just joking. And it's just, you know, you don't want to have that kind of uh, energy, right? What goes around comes around, you know? So you steal off people, you're going to get fucking, you're going to get something stolen from you. Maybe you'll have your heart stolen. You never know. It could come back in a different way. Way worse, right? Anyway, dropping some uh, emotional stuff here on the Comedy Podcast. Comedy Podcast, emotional time. Uh, uh. All right, I got to get an RP into me. I haven't had many today. I got to fucking hit these hard. Comedy podcast, kind of uh, at a loss for words. I'm pricking, I'm pricking stone, man. Pricking, I'm pricking stone. Can't even say swear words, swear words right. Mimi, my momu, you gotta work on those vocabulary. All right, let's get a pad going. Jesus Christ, guys, it's just dark here. It's hard to see. I couldn't find my headlamp. All right, so. Hey, I wonder who the first guy to say, "Hey, watch your back." Yeah, you. Watch your back. Better fucking watch it, bro. Now, who was that, dude? Now, how, how could you do that, anyway? It's impossible. Unless you get a mirror, make an attachment. Maybe it was just some guy who hated backs, right? He was raised from a young age to be racist towards just the back. You're like, yeah, all right, son. Sternums are all right. Elbows are cool. Eyes and heads and face are fine, but... Backs? Fuck backs. You ever see a back in public? You spit on it. You... you, you, you we're not a back we're not family we're not a fan of backs you know it's just like who was his dad just like a head in a jar with arms you know just like an octopus like a head in a jar with octopus arms that was this guy's dad like I hate backs who needs people with backs are weak no one needs backs look at me I'm just a head in a jar with octopus arms I never needed a back (laughs) in fact I think backs make people weaker look at me I can crawl around on the floor I can change color I can, uh, I, you know, I get mistaken for Dr. Octopus from the Marvel comics all the time. It's, it's, I'm pretty much a celebrity, you know, it's just, it's tough. No one needs back, but watch it. You know, you should watch your back, right? It's, uh, it's not that intimidating either. So it's like, hey, why? Well, maybe it was a distraction. The guy's like, hey, buddy, watch your back. And then he's like, clogged him. <laughs> what do you mean? You try to keep looking at your back. I wonder how long that happened for, because you just keep, you really can't get a good angle on it. If you actually try right now to watch your back, to take a look at it, it's impossible to get a good angle. So like, so maybe this is a joke. Someone's like, hey, buddy, you better you should watch your back. And I was like, all right. He starts turning in circles. It's like, all right. I'll, how long is this going to take me? I don't know. You'll, you'll know what happens when, uh, you, you get, when you get there, though. You know, you come back a couple days later. The dude's just spinning. So I haven't seen my back yet. I can't watch it. It's just, it keeps moving every time I move, you know. Watch your back. What was another good one? When people want to fight, they say, you're going to get your ass handed to you. 
I heard that one in a, um, outside of uh, Vancouver. Where was it? Fuck, I can't even think of the name of the place. Starts with an A. A, okay. The Yuck Yucks is there. Oh man, I'm having such a brain burp. Anyway. Oh, that's a show, yeah. Where was it? I can't even remember what I was talking about. Jesus Christ. So, organic hash plant. You should definitely buy some and smoke some. It's great. This podcast is really just kind of going off the rails today. Some days you got it, some days, you know. It's just like with comedy, you know. Sometimes the jokes land and hit, and you're really just, you're murking it. You're killing it. Just Other days, you know, it's, uh, you're not getting there, you know. You're running, you're trying, and you're like, ah, oh, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't get there. Okay. You know, I never wanted the glitz and glamour of being famous, you know? You always see people getting, like, you know, cameras in their face and shit, like celebrities, all the time. All the time. People just snap and get, hey, can I get your picture? 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 I'd be freaking kung fu karate chopping cameras out of people's hands on a regular basis. And it's like, oh, look at the celebrity. They're having a mental breakdown. Why? Whatever happened to him? They were such a normal person before uh, this. And it's like, yeah, maybe you, you gave them epilepsy by snapping cameras in their faces so much. Some unrelated brain damage. Just click, 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 click. Uh, you know, just PTSD every time you see a camera. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I guess he would get all, all the millions of dollars. So it's kind of all right, right? Like, you know, it makes up for it. Because, uh, you know, yeah, people bother you and follow you in public. It would suck. You would have a lot more stalkers, right? Like, being famous wouldn't be that great because people would probably try to want to kill you. You'd have, like, a stalker. It's just like, I'm going to marry that person. And then they would just, you know, find you. Like, sit outside your house, send you balloons on your birthday and shit. But it's not even your birthday. It's every day is your, every day is your birthday to me because you're special. You know, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I had a stalker once, uh, a couple times. But one time in Manitoba, I was working on a radio station. There was this uh, lady who used to call in no one liked her. No one, they, they'd be like, James, don't talk to her. She's just waste everyone's time. Her name's Susan. And she was, I always found her interesting. She'd be like, oh, you shouldn't have played that song there. That song wasn't that great. You should play this other song. I'm like, yeah, I don't pick all the playlists, but I can do a request for you if you'd like me to. She'd be like, no, I don't want to hear anything particular. You know, just be like, okay, anything else? No, no, I just want to talk and for a bit. And I, So I got sucked in. It was really hard to say goodbye to this person. It was like she was my grandma. You know when you're trying to get off the phone with your grandmother when you were like a teenager because you had to go to like to a party and drink 40s by you know some creek somewhere it was like that right but I was like oh I, and I felt bad for her because she was obviously lonely you know she's calling the radio station and just ready for hours of convo she doesn't have a lot to do with her life obviously it was a uh, you know part of her day it made, it made her day so I was like okay I'm gonna talk to her and everyone's like dude what are you doing you're wasting all your time at work talking to this lady I'm like yeah okay I'm like like literally I would be doing abs- I would just be sitting here looking at a screen waiting for the song to end if I wasn't talking to her I might as well you know talk to the different the fans you know our, our one super fan right embrace it embrace the super fan of the radio station I worked at that's what I was doing and anyway Christmas time rolled around and uh, one day I come in and they're like James you got uh, two huge plates of desserts here and there was like bomb brownies cookies sugar snaps shit I've never even seen before you know, candy canes infused with 
freaking marshmallows. It was insane, man. I was like, what the hell's going on? And I go, it's from Susan. <coughs> I've never seen her in my life. Never seen this lady. But she dropped it off for me, and everyone's like, oh, guys, can we have some? Can we have some? James, can we have some? I'm like, nah, you weren't nice to her. Like, yeah, I don't think she'd want me to share it for you. Like, she specifically wrote James on these plates, right? It didn't say for the whole station. It was just for James. Right? She went out of her way to come here and give them to me. Not you guys. I shared a whole plate with everyone anyway because I'm not a dick. It was Christmas time. But Manitoba, that was an insane place. Holy fuck. It was funny. I had a hilarious situation happen there. I actually, I was walking to work and it was freezing out. So cold. I'm like, oh man, it's so cold. And as I'm, I'm coming up to the back of the radio station where I worked, CKCDM, CKDM, CKDM, I see this huge, like seven foot tall native dude pretty drunk and crazy and it was like he looked drunk and crazy and it was maybe seven in the in the morning and he pushes this dude this other guy in a snowbank he's like give me my smokes and i was like i don't have them man i don't have them and he's like fuck off he's like next person i see i'm gonna fucking kill for a cigarette i'm like oh shit i'm looking down the street i'm like come on please be someone else on the street besides me I'm like i just want this guy to see someone else before me i don't want to be the next person he sees and he walks right up to me and he's like coming up to me he's like hey and i'm like i say nothing he just looks at me looks me up and down just keeps walking and I'm like hmm I'm like wow I must look pretty tough I must have been working out I'm like wow that guy was intimidated by me that huge seven foot tall dude was intimidated by by me I'm like wow hmm then I was I looked down I realized like my dick has somehow slipped through my boxers and through my zipper and was just like hanging out in the in the cold so this dude comes up he's like hey this sees my dick out he's like okay you know that's funny it, it's a really, it, it is the, the the conversation under. If you ever just want to stop a fight or anything, just whip it out. Whip your schlonger right out, and it's um, most of the time. If not, it's going to be a really weird fight. If the fight doesn't end right when you whip out your dick, it's going to be the strangest fight you've ever been a part of in your life, right? But that was an interesting part of Manitoba. It was a weird town, though. I don't suggest traveling to Manitoba. Dauphin was where I lived. Dauphin, Manitoba, and the population was like, you know, I don't know, like 18,000 people, 11, 18. I can't really exactly remember. There was like 20 churches, though. So many churches. And uh, there was pretty much just like, the population was like mainly like dudes who drove big trucks. Then there was like a, some natives who were kicked off like the reserve that was pretty close by who'd come and lived in this town who were pretty like degenerate always, you know, fighting and causing shit. And then there was like meth addicts who just were like, the worst. Right? So it was just like a three-way brawl between these like you know, meth addicts, natives, and cowboy dudes, right? Modern-day truck guys, you know? These trucks were ridiculous, man. You needed, like, stepladders to get in these things. Seriously, you had to fucking install an elevator on the truck just to get to the seat. You're like, this is ridiculous. What's the point of this? You got to do the high jump just to get into your own car? I don't think so. Does it make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just got to, don't worry. It's a nice car. If you want to drive, you just have to jump six feet vertically into the air. That's the only um, downside. Now, it's great gas mileage. The price is nice. But, uh, yeah, you're going to have to pull Michael Jordan slam dunk every single morning to get into your car. I'd be like, get in good shape. You would get in some fairly decent shape if that was the case. I'm looking for my lighter now. Oh, my God, where's my lighter? <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, okay, that was just a little trippy. Couldn't find my lighter there. Wow, I felt like a, a mother who just lost their kid in a park. Or a father, I guess. I don't know how that'd feel, but I assume that's how it felt like. I was like, where's my lighter? Lighter! 
where's my lighter? Oh my god. They start putting up signs around town. Like, has anyone seen this lighter? It's a Bic Blue. I lost it. Please, if anyone sees it, you know, start getting calls. Like, we found your lighter. If you want it back <laughs> in one piece, you're going to have to send us a ransom. You're like, oh my god. Why? Well, what did my lighter do to deserve this? <laughs> lighter! I go Liam Neeson for the lighter. Like, I'm taken, just fucking start killing mad fucking Moroccans or Marcos from Drapoyas just for a fucking thud, 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 take that. Ah! Karate chopped it at Adam's apple. Karate chopped that Adam's apple. Just for a Bic, you know? All for your Bic. Bics are good lighters, though. Ronies are nice, too. I'd fucking... I'd throw a couple karate chops to a, a couple Adam's apple for a Roni lighter. It's one of the bestest you've ever seen. Physical violence. That's just hysterical, is it not? Never laughs at that stuff these days. It makes sense. Have you laughed at physical violence? Look at all the cartoons we were raised on. Looney Tunes and shit. Just every Saturday, we would eat pounds of sugar with milk and watch... Not like a bag of sugar. My parents were insane. But, you know, you'd cereal. And you'd watch the cartoons. And these Looney Tunes... It was insane. It was actually what it was. It was Looney. It was like anvils falling on animals' heads. You know? It, just, it was just all to make us feel okay with killing animals, I think. To be okay with like you know the lives you know with agriculture with big big agriculture like oh yeah I don't really care too much about cows or chickens or anything like that because you know I saw them get hit with bats and smashed with pianos and you know road runners and coyotes I do not I don't care about I seriously didn't care about coyotes for the longest time until I was about 26 27 started hearing them howl when I was planting weed outside and being oh cool they're neat right before you're just like stupid coyotes you can't catch road runners all right you know idiots. And they always order from the same company. Acme. You never learn. You know, you don't order the same shit from a company that screws you over that many times. That's the worst part about that. You know, that coyote really just, uh, he deserves some money back. Because he just kept on getting blown up. I felt like the Roadrunner owned that company, right? The Roadrunner had to, they, I don't know if there was an episode where they fucking showed that. And it's like, turns out, Unsolved Mysteries, new episode. The Roadrunner actually owned all of the Acme Industries. And all the stuff that was being sent to the coyote was just right from the roadrunner the whole time. He's just, God, that'd be twisted, eh? And cartoons these days are better. You are, are, I mean, are horrible. The cartoons we had, even though they were horribly violent and about turtles that beat people up and shit, like, you, you really think about it. cartoons these days, you, you try to watch it, you, you almost get a seizure. It's just it's so fast. It's like, hey, what's going on? I don't know. Ah, oh, me. Ooh, ooh, look at me. It's like colors flashing in your face. You're like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Let's go for a walk. I love walks. Me too. Ruff, ruff, ruff. I'm a dog. No, you're not. You're a cat. Meow, meow, meow. You're like, this is a stupid. What, what the hell is this cartoon about? Like, there's nothing in them. There's no plot. There used to be, like, at least in every Simpsons episode, there's like a moral, you know, story at the end, you know, some kind of compass. It keeps you on line. You know, you go, oh, yeah, okay, Homer figured some shit out, right? He saved the nuclear power plant, even though he's really fat in that movie, right? Whatever. You know, you figure these days there's nothing. There's not even a story. It's because they're all following, trying to be SpongeBob. SpongeBob is funny. That was a great show. It's just insane. But every show is just trying to be that now, like on crack, right? Who's writing these children's shows? I feel like just like a bunch of speed addicts. People on very, very high on speed 
or just writing these shows. Like, okay, 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 kids, kids, we gotta write kids shows. Kids shows. I'm gonna make a chair, talking chair. The chair's always spinning, spinning chair, spinning talking chair, right? And then uh, it eats stuff. Yeah, what does it eat? The chair eats butts. No, no, candy butts. It eats uh, pants. Yes, yes, the chair eats pants. Perfect. Oh, I'm just spinning talking chair and I eat pants. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, watch out. Next on freaking Nickelodeon, right? That's a show. The spinning talking chair. I wouldn't watch that. That'd be a horrible show. Skip. <laughs> Skip that one. So I watch it. Okay, let's see if there's any gold. I just feel like there's nothing this episode that I'm, I'm actually going to bring to stage at any point. But uh, we'll see what happens. I was funny. So, growing up, whenever my dad would go in to get groceries, he'd be like, all right, we have to get bread. And eggs, and we would always just sit in the car and bet on how many bags he'd come back with, right? Because it would always, it would never just be bread. Never once was it bread and eggs. My dad just couldn't do it. He's addicted to groceries. Just had to buy them all the time, right? Come out, you'd be like, all right, what's it gonna be this time? Or Roger's video, you know? We'd be like, how long is it gonna take Dad to pick a movie? All right, Dad, go on, because we'd always get in fights and argue over what we're gonna get. So he's like, I'm just gonna pick one. But then he'd go on and just take longer himself, just. That was his time away from the family. Was just reading the backs of videos at Roger's video. Right, he'd be like, oh yeah, just he'd spend hours, like an hour and a half, just reading the synopsises of movies from the back of them, right? That's how dads used to escape their families back in the day. Because he didn't drink much. He didn't drink really. Like to get drunk. He's, yeah, he'd have beers here and there, wine and stuff, but like he wasn't like an alcoholic to you know, who'd drink to escape reality. Uh, but he would uh <laughs> Yeah, he'd read the back of uh, the Rogers videos. Video the Rogers video movies. For sure. And then eventually we'd have to come in and be like, Dad, hurry up. We want to watch the movie tonight. He's like, all right, guys, don't worry. You know? He's always pretty good at that. Shout out to my pops if he's listening. I'm sure he's one of the seven listeners. It's all my immediate family and Bo. Shout outs to Bo. What up, bro? And, uh, Polly, what up? My buddy, Polly. Um, anyway. You know what? Comedy podcast has been pretty much this. I think that that's that's where I'm gonna say Rogers video. What the hell happened to that man? It's a funny Rogers video story. I remember once I worked there in Kitchener when I was in college. I worked at the Rogers video, and one time I caught this kid putting movies back onto the shelf, and I was like, "What are you doing, kid?" And he's like, "Oh, my mom told me to put this back here." So I'm like, "Really?" I mean, he's like, "Yeah." So like, we go up to his mom, like, "Where's your mom?" Points her out. I'm like. Did you uh, get your kid to put this movie back? She's like, yeah, I, I'm insulted. How dare you? How dare you ever accuse me of such horrendous activities? I would never tell my child to do such things. I'm like, well, why are you getting so worked up then? You know, it's like, I, I don't believe it. It's, it's just instant guilt. When someone acts like that, you're like, they're for sure guilty. We're just really, really defensive. You know, I'm pretty defensive myself. Yeah, so sometimes you come off as guilty. It's the hardest part about being defensive. But guilty people, that was just so obvious. I'm like, you know what? All right, whatever. No big deal. Just don't do the end. She's like, do what again? I didn't do anything. She was pissed. She's like, all right, all right. She's, she's going on. Anyway, as she goes to leave, there was like a 50 cent late charge for one kid's movie on her account. I'm like, oh yeah, you have a 50 cent charge? And she's like, no, I don't. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I was just reading off the computer. She's like, no, you made that up. I'm like, I'm not making it up. I'm just pointing at the computer here. It says you have a late charge, 50 cents. And she's like, I'm not going to pay it. I'm like, look, I'm not saying you have to pay it right now. I'm just saying, at some point, you're, you should pay it. And she's like, I'm never going to pay it. I'm not, you should just take it off now. I'm like, why would I take it off? Like, you can't just take off the late fees. Like, take it off for you, take them off for everyone. It's late fees is the only thing keeping this place going. We need late fees. Whole, all Roger's video was based on was our laziness of returning movies. That's where they made most of their money. 
It's just the fact, oh, fuck, I owe $70 in late fees. Okay, fine, fair enough, you know? It's where they made most of their cash, right? So this lady was just bitching and bitching, and she's like, I'm not going to pay, you know? So I'm like, you know what? Here you go. And I, uh, I pulled up 50 cents. I'm going to pay it for you. And I put it into the till. She's like, no, no, I don't want you to pay it for me. Take it out. Take it out. I'm like, I'm not taking it out. I paid it for you. Have it, like, you can have it. And she's like, no, no, no. And she's like, I'm like, that's it. I'm not renting movies to you. And I take the movies back. I actually refused her service, right? Like at a bar when someone's too drunk. Lady was just too much of a bitch to get service <laughs> at the Rogers video. I was like, no, I'm not serving. She's like, I want to talk to your manager. I'm like, I'm all right. I'm like, Jerry, coolest manager ever. Jerry comes over. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, this lady. I'm like, first of all, she got her kid to freaking sneak movies back. All right. And like, secondly, she's complaining about a 50 cent fucking charge. I guess you couldn't hear me. Yeah. So I'm whispering to Jerry. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, just kids, kids sneaking the movies back in. And, you know, she's complaining about 50 cent charge. And she's like, all right, you know what? Hey, you are banned from right here forever. You're never allowed back in. Actually, for a year, you're banned. Actually, you know what? You're banned forever. She's like, change your mind a couple times. She's like, a year? No, forever. You're banned forever. But your kid can come back whenever he wants. All right? And the mom's like, oh, well, I've never. It's like, oh, I bet you have. Jerry was the best boss. Shout out to Jerry if she's listening. She was my boss at Roger's video in Kitchener. That was years ago, 2004. Fuck. Wow. These places don't even exist anymore. It's crazy. I work at places that, I used to work at a place that doesn't exist. Right? No one. When you see a spot where that rents movies, it like blows your mind. You're like, wow, they rent movies there? Crazy. It's like, kids, when kids see that, like, imagine when like a, a seven year old sees that. They're going to be like, it's going to blow their mind. It's going to be like at a museum. You don't have to go to museums with dinosaurs and stuff. Just go to a, go to cottage country, find a store that still rents VHS. Because for some reason, no matter what, you go to cottage country, you're going to find a store that rents VHS. It'll be like, Stan's discount store. And it'd be like, your stands variety, and we got VHS, you know, for, you know, it's just like the technology stays outdated in the country. That's what it's all about up at the cottage. You know, you go up there, you're like, look, we'll have a bit of technology, but just VHS. Maybe a DVD player, there's like shitty satellite TV, something like that, but we're not going to get too crazy with it. And that's why I like cottage country. You know, any place where there's still VHS players, you got to be a big fan of, right? It's just, it's nice and slower there. Has to be. You know, VHS puts you on a slower pace. I think that's a good message to leave on today. Hey, everyone, just slow down a little bit. Chill out. Slow down. Anyway, folks, that's been uh, the Comedy Podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a laugh or a couple. Hopefully you were entertained. And, yeah, till next time. Also, yeah, if you want to see some comedy, live comedy, all this week, I'm on Tuesday in Brampton and then uh, Friday and Saturday in Toronto. I'll drop some details tomorrow. And... Yeah, it's going to be great. So, yeah, come out and support live comedy. I know the Saturday show is at 222 Spadina in Toronto. It's going to be a lot of weed. There's going to be pole dancers. That should be interesting. Pole dancers and weed and comedy. A bunch of other shit, too. It's awesome. It's going to be a good, good time. Or it should be fun. I haven't done one of these shows, but it's going to be great. I can, I, I'm, I'm already... I'm crapping my pants out of excitement. Anyway, if you need tickets, hit me up. James Hammond Comedy at Hotmail.com. I'll send you the right direction. Or CanvasComedy.com. Uh, yeah, so that's it, folks. This has been the Comedy Podcast. I've been uh, James Hammond. Might not have been the moment you've been waiting for, but it was, in fact, the moment. <laughs> have a great night. Who's that lurking? Who's that jerking? Who's that peeping through my window? Say, who's that lurking? Who's that jerking? Who's that peeping through my window? Ding, ding. Who's that lurking? Say, who's that jerking? Say, who's that peeping through my window? Who's that lurking? Who's that jerking? Who's that peeping through my window?